Malcolm Forbes once said that failure is success if we learn from it. Tune in twice each month to The Shelley Show as co-host marketers Shelley Iverson and Nate Ebert interview successful business owners who share their failing forward marketing strategies and learn how to master digital marketing, Google Ads, and SEO. Let's go to work. Hi, I'm Shelly. And this is Nate. And together we are The Shelly Show. And as always, we are brought to you by Shelly Social Media, here for all your digital marketing needs. Today, we are here with Judy McNeil. Go ahead and introduce yourself and your business, Judy. Well, let me introduce me. Okay, I go am for it. Judy <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> um, I am Judy, Judy McNeil, and I'm the uh, small business owner. I have a small business here in Madison, Wisconsin. It is QB's Magnetic Creations, um, where I'm solving everyday problems beautifully with magnetic jewelry. Oh, huh. So like what kind of everyday problems? Well, um, you know, I, I, with the name badge holder, um, a lot of people don't know that there is this magnetic alternative out there. So they're limited um, to the lanyards and the badge rails. Uh, they present many issues because like I said, they're limited, either going around your neck or you're trying, just trying to find a way to clip that onto your person. So, um, I actually, when I made my first one back many years ago, okay. um, it was just, um, I just love the look of it, but it functioned very well. I was able to use it wherever I want on my suits, didn't have to damage my clothing or anything. But what happened is, is that other people loved it too. They complimented me on it and all of that. So, that's really how I started QB's Magnetic Creations, um, just by solving problems that other people were having that maybe at the time they were having the issue, they just didn't even know that there was a solution. Oh, cool. Yeah, I actually didn't even realize that that, was, that needed a solution either. So uh, that's, that's <laughs> awesome because uh, I've had the magnetic uh, clip-ons. Is there something that's just like different about yours that doesn't you know damage the clothing or kind of go into that process a Absolutely. little bit? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, because it, they're all, I, everything I create has magnets on it. So it's a magnet that's permanently um, adhered to the jewelry piece itself. Okay. Um, and then that goes on the outside of the clothing. And then the second little magnet that comes with goes on the inside of the clothing. Um, so it, it just holds, and the magnets are small, but they're strong enough to hold through multiple layers. Okay. Um, and then you don't have any damage, um, you know, to your clothing at all. And so the, the difference is, is really that it's a really pretty piece. Uh, mo- majority of what I have is uh, jewelry pieces uh, that makes you uniquely you. However, okay. I also do customized promotional pieces for um, companies as well, for businesses. So putting a new face on how they brand themselves. Wow. Excellent. Yeah. Shelly, got anything to add there? Well, I've seen her, I've seen her jewelry, so I know what she's talking about. So, I mean, I, I, I know it's gorgeous yeah. and I, I just, I love Judy's uh, creations. So um, she well, doesn't only have, you. yeah, you don't only have name badges though. You have um, no. other creations as well. <laughs> I know. And you're late. I don't know if it's your latest or whatever, but what really caught my eye recently was um, the, the bling for your mask, which is definitely something that can be utilized right now because 
I mean, they get to be so boring. Nobody really wants to wear them, but yeah. you know, what a great way to make it more exciting, if you will, or, you know, something that you can look forward to. I'm going to put this on my mask and I'm going to show it off, you know? So tell us a little yeah. bit about some of your other products too, Judy, please. Well, some of the other uh, products, like I have the, of course, the name badge holder first and foremost, but then oh, yeah. being out there and, and um, introducing, you know, customers, I was doing a lot of in-person events, uh, setting up my booth and all of that. So I started out introducing them to that, but listening to them and, you know, them asking, they love the concept, but not everyone wears a name badge, but they wondered, you know, can it, um, can it do this? Can it do that? I'm like, yes, I can take off the badge and add charms. And all of that. So I started making them so that they were customized and they held little charms for um, individuals. But then also um, I figured, you know, magnetic brooches. Aha. So that was another idea. So I started making the magnetic brooches, which were a great hit. Um, and they still are. And so that kind of, you know, was still solving their problems. Well, with these brooches, they could use them on their um, on their jacket, hat, scarf, you name it, because it was magnetic, there are just no limitations on placement. Um, but then back a few years ago, maybe a little bit over a couple of years ago now, I had this thought in the middle of the night, I could just envision this nice, pretty jewelry string. I'm like, if there's magnets on either end of this string, you can take and do so many things with it. You could put it on a jacket. So I had this vision. And so the next day, I just couldn't wait to get up and try this out. So I got some pieces together and started creating. And I made only like three initially. And I took them out with me on my uh, on my next in-person event. And they were just like gone in a matter of uh, minutes because I was showing them, you know, how they could use it. But listening to them, they also gave me ideas on mm -hmm. because they were they were, would ask me questions like, can it do this? Can it do that? So I'm like, well, sure, I can. There's really no limitations. Um, so I started with that. Uh, then here with the face mask bling that uh, Shelly is speaking about, that happened. Um, I was actually taking uh, my granddaughter down to State Street. And I, had, of course, we all had to wear a mask. And um, so I had a shorter jewelry string that I had put together. I'm like, that would look nice on my face mask, you know, because uh, like you said, you know, we have to wear them. I, I, I believe in, you know, um, uh, wearing them wherever I go. So it's like, well, no one knows who I am beyond this mask. How can I show that there's joy here that, you know, bring some, um, some fun to it. And I wore it down south, down uh, town. It was really just for myself, but I had individuals asking me again, where'd you get that? <laughs> During things like, that's why I was like, I should have had more business cards. So that's how that kind of uh, came about, you know? <laughs> so it was really, it was really cool. Cause I just really did it you know, for myself, other people liked it. So it's like, how can I, you know, how do I bring this forward? I just make the face mask bling, the jewelry string that's shorter in length and also the face mask charm. So it just kind of took off from there. That's, that's awesome. That's like a, just, what would I mean? Passive marketing. Like it's just there constantly. And then, you know, less, one of the lessons one just have business cards on you. <laughs> like that's, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Wow. Absolutely. Okay. Well, um, you know, thank you so much for explaining your business. Um, would really like to get into a little bit of our um, uh, theme for the podcast here. So it sounds like you've just kind of been able to really just have an idea and then 
use it. So it sounds like you've been successful with this ever since kind of day one. So what's something that you would really point to as like, oh, that was like a blooper or a failure that you could really speak to that helped guide your practice? Well, what helped, well, what helped me is that once I had um, the idea, um, mm-hmm. I didn't have all of the tools under my belt to bring this forth. So I found that, um, you know, I, I just kind of always been an entrepreneur. I mean, in my file cabinet, I have different ideas that I've worked on different business plans and all that, you know, and so that there they mm-hmm. are in that file cabinet. But this was something that I knew it wasn't something that I'm like, okay, I have the solution. So now I need to, you know, this is a product that I have. Now I need to sell it. It was kind of for me in reverse. I had made something for myself, customers demand, you know, there was a void left I found. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's how I did that. But I just didn't have all the tools under my belt to really take this, um, this product and just kind of push it forward. You know, and as I started to come up with ideas, it's like, okay, I, I now have my direct sales, but I also have this other, you know, um, avenue that deals with, you know, corporations and different things like that. How do I target them? How do I target them? Then I'm also having to, you know, make the product, sell the product, but I was also working full time. So you can imagine the complexity in all of that. Mm-hmm. So I think that one of the things is, is that on that, on that journey of discovering how to run my business, if I would have had that mentor or that coach or someone that's been there, done that to kind of guide me. Maybe I could have avoided some of the things that I I went through on my path, because even though I had the idea in 2007, it wasn't until, you know, I I got so much um, interest in what I was wearing that I eventually quit wearing it. I'm like, you know, there's really nothing out there. I don't want anyone (laughs) to search too deep. Maybe other people think like I do. Right. Yeah. So then I, <laughs> I literally, I, as much as I love that piece, I quit wearing it. And so I started getting all my ducks in a row, but it wasn't until the fall of 2009 where I felt like I had a, um, a quality product that I could put out there and sell, but guess what happened? <laughs> I had this event. Fashion. <laughs> <laughs> or at least I think that's what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, I, I had this event and actually um, the company that I worked in, they had like this craft event. So many of the interest was within that building. So okay. I figured, okay, I'll just sign up for that. And this will be, you know, one of the first shows that I did set up my booth. But then a few days before the booth, how am I going to set up my product? There's no displays out here to display what I have. So I had to come up with another idea. And I had this vision. I'm like boards and I could see black velvet cloth and all that. So I had to contact my handyman and go to Menards and say, this is what I think, this will work, this will work, can you help me put this together? And so I was able to come up with a way to display my product. And so therefore, you know, when I brought it before other people, you know, again, set up my booth, Mm -hmm. it was like, yes, people are still interested. It was the greatest thing. Um, You know, they were still, they still, uh, it's like they were waiting for my product. And so- that's kind of, you know, um, how that happened and go ahead. Yeah, no, I I was just kind of thinking on it, like, um, just kind of what we could tie it back to our listeners, because it sounds like you're excellent at just kind of being able to think on your feet and being adaptable to pretty much any situation. I mean, calling a handyman the day of a conference and then just getting him out there to present your stuff, like to build it and, you know, coordinating with Menards, like that's, that's something that, 
at times people might not have that ability right. to react spontaneously spontaneously. Yeah. So what, what do you think really helps you in those moments? Like, what do you do? What steps do you go through when you're like, okay, I don't have this and I need it. How do I get it? Like what? Yeah. So, what, so other yeah. businesses or other people that come into that situation can learn from, from what you have been practicing. That's kind of what we're trying to pay it forward here. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I think all of the things that I, that I went through on that path, even, mm-hmm. even to, having a finished product, what I learned during that time, you know, my, some of the pitfalls that I went through, it's like, well, how can I pass this on to other people? Um, So what it is, is that just not be fearful of taking the leap. What you don't know, ask, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, the world of the internet provides um, so much information for you, but what can happen is that you can become overwhelmed by what's out there. So you just have to really stay focused and you have to weed out um, some of the things that just are not going to move you forward. Take for instance, like when you're, when you're working um, full time, that's what, that's your bread and butter. That's what, that's what takes care of home. But then you also have your, your passion, um, you know, and you also have this dream on the other end, while most of your time is going towards helping this other, the company that you're working for build their dream. That takes care of your home, but it's like when my passion and all this is over here. So it's just really about, you know, um, staying focused. There are programs out there that will help you. Uh, I've been through the Upstart program, Wibig. I've tapped into so many different organizations, the Law and Entrepreneurship Clinic. That is a great resource. A lot of people don't know that UW offers that for free. Once you get started, you can go to them. Um, they will help you establish, you know, whether you want to be, whether you're going to operate as a sole proprietor, an LLC. And not only will they help you, they will tell, they will, they will guide you in what's maybe best, what's best for your business. Um, so there are so many resources out there. But don't try to take advantage of everything that's out there because what will be left is no time for you to really focus on um, what it is you want to do. Going to a lot of networking events, I found that in the initial phase, I was so excited about my product that, you know, now here I am, I have a sellable product. I can, you know, Mm -hmm. so I started going to all of these networking events. In the end of it, I was left with a whole big stack of cards. Now, even then I didn't get rid of those cards. I created a database and put all that information in there because now I can at some point target them with my promotional product. So that's my goal. I still have my database from customers. I used to do a sign up to win. So, you, um, and people would, so I get information from there. So start collecting um, data in the initial stages because um, at some point it may not seem important at that time, but eventually you'll find a need for some of it, not all of it. So just be mindful. You know, I'll tell anyone, just be mindful of, you don't need to go down every path. I guess that's, mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to say. It can be too much. It can be overwhelming and you can eventually shut down. Like I said, especially, you know, when you're working full time, when you're trying to start your business, um, that can present challenges because you can overextend yourself. And in the end of it, how do you take care? You're left with, how do I take care of me? Where do I fit in all of this? So finding that me time in the midst of following your dream. Gotcha. Yeah. It just, honestly, it sounds like a lot of, you know, 
something that you, you seem to really be naturally attuned to is just resourcefulness. Like you're able to really weigh cost value, you know, cost benefit evaluation. I'm not, you know, I'm not business legally, sorry, <laughs> um, yeah. but like, you know, cost benefit analysis, you're able to say, Hey, is this resource helping me? No. Is, right. am I getting it from another location? Sure. Why am I wasting my time there? And I think right. that that's an excellent thing to have because you can quickly ascertain, Hey, this isn't working for me. Why isn't it working for me? Is, is it because I'm overworked? Is there something, you know, is it a time issue? Is it this resource isn't giving me what I need? And just that constant evaluation of yourself, your business and your life. I think that that's an excellent way of going about it just because you're not content to say, oh, I learned this from this resource, or I learned this from this webinar. And then you not only put it to practice, but then go, do I need to keep going back? Like, is that what I was supposed to gain from them? Or- is there something else there? And I think that that's something that I don't think we've actually touched on is just the ability to really deep dive into your own, like every facet of your schedule. And I mm-hmm. think that that's, that's an excellent point that you bring up yes, there. Absolutely. And one of the things is, is that, you know, there was even, I'll, I'll share this with you yeah. because I was so excited about my product that, you know, um, when individuals would come at me with ideas, like there was this one in, uh, lady that um, was in a different part of uh, Wisconsin. She mm-hmm. had a consignment shop and she was really interested in, you know, my products. She wanted to have them. So I took a chance on that. And it was one of those that I look back on it and a learning experience. It's not something that going back that I would probably do again. However, I always say that anything that I've learned in my past is why I am where I am is really um, in a place to be able to share these things because had I not experienced that, I would not have learned from it and be able to pass on this information to others. But you have to be Mm -hmm. careful about being so excited about what it is that you do and your product that you're not taking at the bait, taking a bite of every bait that comes your way, if that makes sense. Yep. Um, so you just have to, you know, if you're dealing with other companies, you have to, or other businesses, you know, get those referrals because their failures can become yours. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's no way to really negate that because you don't know what you don't know, but it's just to be mindful and uh, just be diligent, you know, do your research on companies and people before you deal with them. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with evaluating um, the individuals that you're going to be working with and doing, um, you know, referrals and checkups. And also a key thing, and I think this is in business, this is in personal life or whatever. I, I just don't, There, you have to know when to sever relationships. If it's not working for you, be willing to own that and be able to do it. Because a lot of times when you're, when you're dealing with um, businesses and other uh, companies, like I said, whether it's business or personal, it is your comfort is what you're comfortable with, you know, kind of like, you know, with my, the tax preparer that I had for many, many years. Um, At some point I had to realize that, you know, this relationship is um, not where I want it to be. And I wasn't going to keep on trying. So you have to know that it's okay to kind of get, you know, sever those relationships. There's nothing wrong with that. It just means that, you know, we're going in two different directions. Yep. And I think sometimes people, um, you know, struggle with that, you know, and your business really depends on um, you having those great relationships and those great 
um, connections with um, people that are going to help you grow, that are going to help you elevate and, um, and, and scale, you know, and I'm still at that point in my business where I'm trying to build my team. Cause this is my um, first year doing this full time. So wow. yeah. And go well, ahead. You may want to ask me something else. I just kind of get the talking, talking, talking. <laughs> oh, you're good. That, I think there's a lot of uh, just awesome pieces of information in there and yeah. they can, they can apply wherever. I think um, I did want to mention though, cause I did have, Oh, Shelly, were you, were you going to mention something? Well, I was just going to say yeah. that I think that some of those tactics, as far as like vetting companies and cutting ties, mm-hmm. I think that just comes with a little bit of experience that not, doesn't necessarily happen. I don't believe um, right out the gate as an entrepreneur. I think that you learn that um, mm-hmm. as, as you're, you know, it's good advice, but you know, when you're not making any money and when you really just need to bring something in, sometimes mm-hmm. um, you have to go through that process of yes, like, absolutely. just, just uh, I know that that's what Shelly's social media did at first. I mean, we were selling everything that we could, we would take in all kinds of accounts and now and now we vet our accounts and our clients before. Um, mm-hmm. And then sometimes you're right. Like sometimes, you know, we'll do a contract with somebody and it just won't, it won't be a good fit after a while. And so then we just cut yeah. our ties. You know, we don't take it personal. That's not, that's not something that we do, you know, um, as a company, because that's just what it's not. It, it's, it's, it's not, you know, it's, it doesn't work that way for us anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Expanding, expanding horizons leads to, you know, more people and it's easier to cut those ties once, you know, you're able to kind of look at the relationship, look at what they're bringing to you. And even sometimes what you're bringing to them, if it's taking energy away from you and you are, you know, you feel like, Hey, I've given everything I can here. There's nothing wrong with saying, you know what, I think I'm going to look for something else where I'm going to be benefiting instead of just giving. Absolutely. I think absolutely. Um, and yeah. some people, that's why I say it can go from business to your own personal life. You absolutely. just have to know what's working for you and what's not. Yep. That's the, <laughs> and if it's working for them and it's still not working for you, <laughs> it's like, look, problem. I got to reevaluate here. <laughs> oh man. What is that? The suck, sunk cost fallacy where you look at something and then it's like, yeah, but I've already given so much time or money or effort. I may as well right. just keep going. Yeah. Yes. No, you can yes. let it go. Just like what are, what are yeah. those curlers when they're like, like down in the stance and they let go and they just back off and they look at it. Yeah. Just let it go. Don't, don't hold on yeah. to it. Don't get dragged mm-hmm. down with it. You know, it, it's not fair to you. It's not fair to them either. They're yes. not getting, yeah. That is so correct. And one of the things is, and the key to all of that, and I'm sure both of you, you know this all too well. It's about building those relationships, yep. communication. You cannot have a successful business or, or anything else, I, I don't think, without having effective communication. It ain't always got to be pretty. Some of the best relationships come from having tough discussions. Mm-hmm. Some of those discussions don't happen because people don't, um, if it's an issue, people are more likely to tell person A then person B. Well, person B is where you, who you have the issue with. Have that discussion. You know, yep. so in business, personal, you know, it goes across board. It's about building those, um, those relationship, the, those um, relationships and, um, you know, effective uh, communication. And, you know, and that goes the same way with my customers. I'm one where, you know, if, if they have a um, question, they contact me on email, Facebook. I don't care what it is. It is my 
I treat people the way I want to be treated. I know that not everyone else's response time is, is like mine. I, I, I'm one that if someone sends me, um, asks me a question or, and if I'm X amount of hours <laughs> before I can get around to it, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm late. I'm late. And that's not always the case. Yeah. Um, because one of the things you don't want to do is to, um, you know, have that same expectation of someone else because you never know what's going on on the other end. So be patient um, yeah. you're in your expectations of other people as well. Um, but it's really about, you know, like I said, building those, um, those relationships and that effective communications, you know, even with my customers. Um, it's not just about the sale. It's about you know, everyone wants to make sales and make money, but it's so important for me to produce a quality product and to bring them joy in some kind of way yeah. and to give them an experience. You know, who is Cubies? I mean, you know, that represents a, um, a lot to me because, and I don't always say this, I'll say this real quick. That's my mother's name. It's spelled Q-U-B-I-E, but I abbreviated uh, QB apostrophe S for my business. But that keeps me grounded and focused. She passed away in yeah. 2000 and uh, three to lung cancer. So, you know, that's who she was a giver. You know, she was about people. She was about lifting up. Um, and I, I, I watch her, her do that, you know, all my life. So that really has meaning for me, you know, yeah. so working in my business every day, I'm, you know, I'm reminded of my why. So my goal is to build my team so that I can grow and scale so that I can give back in some way, because, no matter what you do, and I'll leave this with individuals and businesses, no matter what it is that you're going to do, ask yourself how profitable, no matter how much money you make, where do you see yourself? What does that represent to you? Because for me, when I see myself growing and, and making more and more money, I don't see, I, I don't think big house, big cars. If someone else does, that's, that's, that's okay. That's, that's on them. I try not to judge other people. Yeah. But I, I don't think that way. I think, oh, wow, if I can do this, then I can, how many, you know, who can, who can I help? What can I do? My mom died of lung cancer. Can I give to this? She loved kids. Can I donate to this charity? It's about giving. It's about your legacy. So no matter what it is, you know, that you do, it's really about when you, when I, and for me, when I leave here, what is my legacy going to be? What meaning, mm -hmm. what have I brought to contribute it to? um, this world. So that, that, that's just huge for me. I mean, and so that name, even when they're naming their business, you know, make it mean something to you. Don't always yeah. have to, like I said, these are just tips and things that, you know, I, I give to people and it may not work for everybody. Just kind of, you know, some of the things, um, that, you know, um, that are important to me. Um, yeah. So no matter if I would have had a tire shop, I still would have named it Cubies. It wouldn't matter. Then Cubies tire shop. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank well, you so much, Judy. Yeah, that Judy. was that was awesome. That's yeah. A, yeah, that's a great that's a great place to kind of wrap it up. And you know, yep. that's I, I really like that message of making sure that everything you're doing has meaning because it does. Yep. So, but yeah, but yeah, Judy, thank you so much for being on. Um, and yeah, w have a great one. Oh, you too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh-huh, you're welcome. <laughs>